Hey everybody, this is Bob Davis with Loan Depot, and this is the initial podcast for Bob's Mortgage Advice. Now, if you want a different name, a better name, other than Bob's Mortgage Advice, let me know. And we might just do a whole series of names, but at this time today, it's our first one, and we're going with Bob's Mortgage Advice. One of the things that I want to share with you is never do business with an unlicensed practitioner. Would you go to a physician that was not legally licensed? Of course not. My license number is a federal number. It is an MLS number, 249185. Go to the website, look it up, and you'll see that I'm licensed. Going into the economy that we're going to be experiencing in the next several years, probably four years, there are going to be a lot of people that get into the mortgage business, but not all of them are going to be licensed. You don't want to do with anybody that is not licensed through the entities that they belong to be with. So that's issue number one. Secondarily, Loan Depot. Why Loan Depot? So many people have asked me that since I've been in the industry for over 45 years, why'd you pick them? Well, quite frankly, at the time that I chose to go work with this company, I almost decided to retire. Now, whether you have the money or not to retire was not really part of the issue. The issue was I was so tired of the mortgage business as it stands, I didn't really think there was anybody else out there that was willing to do common sense treat people professionally and with courtesy. And that's what Loan Depot said they would do. Well, after being with them for just over two years, they provide. So that's why Loan Depot. Just a quick brief synopsis on me. I've lived in Ventura area since 1967. What does that mean? I just been around slightly before all the bodies were buried. Yeah, you can quote me on that. And the important part is, if I see you in the market, I'll say hi. But first of all, I have to go to the market, which I don't do very often. We want to discuss two things in today's podcast. The first one are some words that are trigger words that most people don't really know what they mean. And today you're not going to walk away from this podcast with a full understanding of economics. What you will hopefully take down are some notes so you can either information check this information or call me up and we can discuss it. Number one, inflation. Inflation is simply compared over a certain period of time, something costs more and in deflation, something costs less than it did the last time. This is 2022. And right now we're smack dab in, in the middle of a recessionary time period, or excuse me, an inflation time period. We're between 8 and 10% for inflation. What does that really mean? Well, on the whole or on the average, what you bought a year ago is now between 8 and 10% more. Let's not count in gasoline, which is far higher, and uh, cheese, which is far higher, and milk, which is far higher. You can tell what I use a lot of in my house. But it's important to understand that inflation is the killer of assets. And as we go through the podcast series this year, one of the things will, that will be the core position of all the information that is shared is you want to enhance your assets, decrease your liabilities, and make sure that you have a good cash flow. So with that in mind, let's go to word number two. 
Word number two is recession. What recession is, technically, regardless of what anybody in the government or media wants to tell you, recession means that the economy is accumulating less purchasing from us consumers. We're spending less money. Now, it may not sound like it when you pay 60 or $80 to fill up your tank of gas, or it may not feel like it when you spend $100 on groceries with two bags, but you are spending less as a whole, not you personally, but as a whole, our country is spending less. If that happens over an extended period of time, that's a recession. Quick little joke, maybe not a joke, but a quick little comment. Recession is when it harms your neighbor. Depression is when it harms you. So we're not talking about depression today because we ain't there. Back to the word recession. Recession is important to understand not just what it is, but why it is. And it is simply because there's more money in the economy and there's less jobs. Now, as of today, if you were to go through all the government statistics, you would find that it's a-okay. We have plenty of jobs. The fact remains is that with a recession at the very beginning of it, we will have high inflation, which we do, and we will have a decreasing economy, which we do. Well, then what's the big deal about a recession, Bob? The big deal is, is in the next three to five months, employment will slow down and more people will lose their jobs. Will everybody lose their jobs? Of course not. But it only takes 10% of the people that are working to make a huge difference because those people then don't have the money that they had before to buy the consumable products, therefore making the recession worse. The next step and the next word we want to talk about is called stagflation. The last time the Americas had stagflation was in the summer of 79 through the early part of 1982. At that time, we had inflation, we had a recession, and we didn't have any growth for such a long time, they named it a new name, and they called it stagflation. The uh, Carter administration got hung with that one. The fact is, is that the Carter administration was not the real reason. The Federal Reserve was the big reason as to why we had stagflation, because they didn't increase their productivity into the market until it was way too late, which is something we're looking at right now as a probability, unless the Federal Reserve starts to put some backbone into their ideas. Point to be said that we start with inflation, go to recession, and we don't end up with stagflation, but that's the next logical progress. Let me give you some time frames. We already have inflation. We'll continue to have inflation in the 8 to 10 range, 8 to 10% per year range, at least through next spring. It'll be April, May, June of next year before inflation starts to reduce. The recession, generally recessions take 12 to 16 months. Our economy has been on a real hot road for quite some time. What that means is the recession is going to take a little longer out of our timeline. So it could be easily in 23, late 23, early 24 before the recession goes away. Stagflation, on the other hand, will probably stick with us through the end of 24, early 25. What does that mean to you? Well, that's the point of where we're getting at right now. Number one, 
you need to understand that in recession and in stagflation, you want to be a contrarian in your thought process. What does contrarian mean in this case? If you're looking to buy a piece of real estate, that will be the time that you want to do what everyone else is not doing. People will start selling homes at a much higher clip. In fact, the current inventory in Ventura County specifically has already gone up 30% just from February of this year. That means there's more houses for sale. So when we talk about stagflation, that was roughly from 1979 to early 1982, I was there. I lived it. I had children at that time. I was in the real estate industry. And one of the things that comes from stagflation is people in the industry start to look at each other and go, oh my gosh, are we ever going to sell a home again? Is anybody ever going to buy again? Are people ever going to borrow again? Especially when interest rates were 16, 17, and 18%. We're probably not going to go back to that level of interest. But what I will tell you is that a professional realtor is your single best option going into the next three to four years because without their professional attitudes, information, and knowledge, you will not succeed. Of course, you need a great lender like me. Ha ha ha. But the fact is, if you don't have a professional realtor, interview and find one. We do have referrals, but more importantly, you have to find somebody that is really good for you. That means starting off with somebody you like, not someone you think you like. Back to 1979 to 1982. What happened during that period of time? The people that acquired real estate became millionaires over the next 10 to 12 years. Does that mean it'll happen for you in the next three to four years? No, it does not. What it does mean is that you have to be on the lookout for something that fits for you. That's where a professional realtor comes into play. That's where a professional lender, <clears throat> that would be me, comes into play to help support your information. Let's talk about something slightly different, and that is the discount rate by the Federal Reserve. Whenever you hear about that rate going up, don't believe the media or anybody that says, and I quote, that rate's going up and so is yours. Most mortgage rates have a very direct inverse relationship to the discount rate increase, which means as it goes up, mortgage rates go down. And in the last 30 days, we've seen nearly a 1% decrease in mortgage rates. Is it directly because of the Federal Reserve increase? No, but it's almost a guarantee and has been since the late 70s. Buy the house, rent the rate. That's a phrase that I want you to write down. Buy the house, rent the rate. The home is where you're going to live. It's the place you're going to put up stuff on the wall. It's where you're going to put your sofa, where you're going to have your TV. The interest rate is something that you'll probably change a minimum of four times in the time that you own that property. Yes, Ventura County residents average four refinances in the period of time of 20 years that they own a home. I am not kidding. And that doesn't count the last few years when we've had people refinance multiple times in a year. So today we want to remember Inflation, recession, stagflation. The second thing I want to talk about today is your credit tip. What's your goal? Well, your goal might want to be to be out of debt. Let's take that one as a simple one. 
List your debt. That means write it down. Don't have it in your head. Write it down. I owe Macy's. I owe MasterCard. I owe the credit union. Write it down and look at it and acknowledge how you got that debt. Did you get that debt because you were making foolish choices? Or were you getting that debt because you flat needed a new car? Did you need a new car? That's not the question. You got it now and you're in it. So the question is, how did you acquire the debt you have? Does that behavior match your goal? I want to be out of debt might be your goal. But are you still spending three to $500 a month going out to eat, going to concerts? Do you see where I'm going with this? It's not bad to do any of those things. In fact, if you were to see my tummy, you would know that I like to go out to eat. But what's important for you to understand is your behavior has to match your actions or your goals are foolish, worthless, worthless, and you're going to be beating on yourself simply because you're not achieving anything that you want to achieve. So it starts with you. Every time it starts with you. And if you would like to sit down and go through that either on the phone or in person, I'm happy to do it. No judgment. None. The fact is, you don't have a debt manager in your life. Or you probably would be discounting what I'm already saying right now at this very second. I'm happy to provide that service. It is a service. There is a no charge to it. At the end of this podcast, I'll give you my email address and my phone number. But what's important for you to understand is that if you don't acknowledge it, if you don't acknowledge how you got it, and does it match your goals, you're wasting your time. So don't kid yourself into something that you're not going to be able to do. Now, every podcast that we do is going to be produced around the end of the week, every other week. So that's twice a month for us from El Rio. What's important for you to know is that when you listen to it, if you like it, would you tell me? If you don't like it, I really want to know what you say about that. I'm not interested in looking at the picky any things like when I misstate a word or something like that. But if you don't understand the facts or if you don't agree with the facts, I'm thrilled to chat with you about it. I take this information from people who are much smarter than me. I spend a lot of money listening to people that are just in that way because, well, I'd like to tell my wife that I sound so smart, but she knows better because she knows where I get that information. So every other week we're going to be doing this podcast and I appreciate the fact that you're listening today. If this was boring and droll and you still are hanging on, love you, mean it. Let's talk about something that's really, really important. And that is mortgage service, that is what I do for a living, is not a commodity. That means to say you can't go online, click a few buttons and get a mortgage. That's what advertising wants you to believe. The fact remains is that even if you are the most, quote, perfect, unquote, customer that there is, you are not going to make that. Consequently, mortgage service, heavy on the service aspect, is what the podcasts will continue to express. In other words, during this podcast, you will never hear me say, and everybody's always like this, because everybody is specific. Everybody is individual. And we will take that information, that's my team and I, and we will make sure that you get the best information there is, but it's up to you 
in your common sense to determine what is right for you. If we happen to see you doing something that we think is foolish, I'm going to tell you. But at the same time, it's your life, it's your money, and it's your set of goals. You know, as we wrap up today, what I want you to know is the truth are facts applied to life. Truth are facts applied to life. And you might want to add your facts, your life. If you take in everything that I've said today as gospel truth, no question about it, you need to have your head examined. I encourage you to check out everything that I mentioned because if you don't, you could make a mistake that'll cost you thousands of dollars a year. And what we try to do with Bob Davis, with Lone Depot, is help people to save thousands of dollars a year. And many times, many times that means <laughs> don't borrow the money. Next time we get together, we're going to talk about good debt, bad debt, and how Robert Kiyosaki says things that are absolutely heinous to those people that want to get their debt paid off. What does that mean? Check in with us next time. This is Bob Davis with Loan Depot. My telephone number is in Ventura, 805-658-7435. My email address is my name, Bob Davis, at LoanDepot.com. What I want you to know is that I do care, my team cares, and you're important. But don't let the truth pass you by just because, well, just because you don't want to believe it. Have a great day. This is Bob Davis. And remember, it's all about the truth. And that's about you. Have a great day.